We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Welcome to the 2023 Dakar Rally Edition of the Chasing Waypoints Podcast. Bringing you daily updates as competitors take on over 5,000 miles in 15 days across the Arabian Peninsula. Don't forget, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any updates. And if you haven't already, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Chasing Waypoints for more updates and news from the bivouac. That being said, let's get to it. All right, what is going on, guys? It is stage number 12 of the 2023 Dakar Rally, and we are talking results. Well, we knew it was going to be a close race. I don't know that after after 5,000 miles of racing that it was necessarily going to be this close. But, man, talk about a show up front. Let's uh, let's move here. Move some of the stuff out of the way. We're getting uh, getting everything fired up. But I figured I would jump on the mic. Today is my day. Off. My, today is my rest day. So, but not really. Here we are. We're we're going over some results of the stage number twelve happenings. Uh, let's take a look here. Let's jump on in and see what we got here. Okay. So, stage information. Let's go over that one more time so you guys know what these guys were up against for tonight's stage or uh, overnight stage for us. Uh, let's see. It is currently uh, 6.06 p.m. over there, 7.06 p- a.m. over here in California. Uh, let me see here. Can I say California without being taxed? Hmm. Interesting. Any uh, Anybody following the show that's uh, an accountant, please let me know if that's, uh, if that's a thing. All right. Stage number 12 went off overnight, 21 kilometer road section to get to the start of the stage. Then they went and ran 185 kilometers, uh, followed by a 167 kilometer road stage or liaison to get back to the bivouac. So uh, let me go. uh, Let me run the numbers for you guys here really quick. Uh, 21K, I believe that was about 12 miles or so. Uh, 21 times 0.62. 13 miles there, uh, so 13-mile commute, uh, 185 kilometers of racing or 115 miles of timed racing section. Now, what's interesting on this is that 115 miles is what's deciding how the top overall competitors change. I only say that because generally in the liaisons, you don't see any, obviously, no time gain because it's not timed. You would typically see timed lost. Uh, due to penalties so i haven't really seen that much on the liaison in way in way of these guys actually accruing penalties on that so really what we're after is that 185 kilometer section that they ran or 115 miles that is the time section that is the one that is helping decide this overall so we'll get to the overall results and how they've changed up here in just a minute Uh, Once they get done with 115 miles of racing, they went for 167 kilometers of liaison back to the bivouac or roughly 104 miles. So long day today, still in the saddle and still two more days to go, but not as long uh, as these days as far as the time section goes. So we're running out of race miles. We're not running out of mileage. Well, we are, but 
we're not running out of miles overall in the event. What we're running out of is race time, race miles that will actually uh, make a difference in the overall. So that is what's coming. There is a bit of a shelf going now between uh, third and fourth, but we'll talk a little bit more about that after we talk about the stage results. Stage number 12 results. Let's see what they look like. All right, here we go. So uh, stage number 11. Let's go here. Here we go. All right. On the Monster Energy Honda, laying down the fastest time, Nacho Cornejo with a time of one hour, 57 minutes and 27 seconds. Daniel Sanders bringing up second Red Bull Gas Gas Factory Racing, finishing 49 seconds back. Toby Price on the Red Bull KTM Factory Racing bike, one minute and 58 seconds back. Matthias Wachner on the Red Bull KTM Factory Racing bike, two minutes and five seconds back. Kem Benavidez, Red Bull KTM Factory Racing, two minutes and 22 seconds back, followed by Skylar Howes on the Husqvarna Factory Racing bike, two minutes and 54 seconds back. So that two-minute range right there is kind of popular for this stage. Pablo Quintanilla in the seventh spot, three minutes and six seconds back on the Monster Energy Honda team. So as we would expect, it's the KTM conglomerate versus Honda. Uh, Let's see here. Then we have... Bueller on the Hero Motorsports team. That is eighth right now, 308 for this stage. Aiden Van Beveren, the fourth Honda. Uh, do we have all the Hondas up top? Let's see, one, two, three Hondas there. Yeah, we have the three Hondas. The only one obviously missing is uh, is Ricky Brabeck. So I'm really curious to see how how we would have done uh, for this year's Dakar, as it seems like it is an absolute tight race up at the top. So. All right, and Adrian Van Beveren, ninth, three minutes and 16 seconds. Ross Branch on the Hero Motorsports team, finishing up the top 10, three minutes and 21 seconds back. Then taking a look down, Luciano Benavides in the 12th spot, uh, 420 back. And then Dumatier, Charity. Let's see who else we've got up here near the top. There, will you look at that? Jacob Argybright on the Dust Rally team, Dakar rookie, 23rd, seven minutes off the pace. That is not bad at all. So seven minutes and 57 seconds back uh, puts him in 23rd spot. Again, that's Jacob Argybright. Uh, and then let's see. We're going to keep going down here. I did see uh, an update. Uh, yep, here it is. Okay, so uh, I did see some stuff with uh, with Mason. He is running a little bit back in the pack uh, right now. He is finished 42nd on the stage, finishing 25 minutes and 49 seconds back. Um, from what I understand, he is, uh, he does have an injury, uh, and he's, he's working his way through it and trying to make it, uh, make it to the finish lines, uh, which is absolutely awesome. I'll say it now. Uh, this kid is put together, uh, at, at what point does he not be? I mean, he's 21 going on 22, I think. So, okay. So this guy has put together one hell of a resume for the 23 Dakar, uh, showing everybody that he has the pace to be up at the top, can navigate, can open. He's very, very universal. And now I think he's putting the finishing touch on his resume uh, for this, and he doesn't give up. So absolutely excited for him. I just, we want two more finish lines out of him, and then that will be a, that will be all. Uh, but again, not, uh, not at the risk of rider safety. So hopefully uh, he's, he's resting up. He's got the team doctors. He's got uh, anybody that can help him. And he's doing uh, doing what he can to make sure he makes those two more finish lines. So excited to see that. Definitely want to see him cross the stage. Uh, second Dakar uh, for a with stage wins, podiums. I mean, he's he's done it all this Dakar. So, is, like I said, it's one hell of a resume so far. So, 
Let's take a look. Keep going down here. Uh, we do have, let's see, uh, Peter Belchek finishing 71st, uh, 59 minutes and 21 seconds back. Uh, then let's see. We'll take a look. Scrolling. Mo Hart finishing 90th, two hours and 21 minutes and 48 seconds back on the American Rally Originals team. So he is the one flying the flag for the American Rally Originals team. It is absolutely awesome uh, to see him out there. He is still not giving up. He is making it happen, taking his time on the stages, making sure he gets to those lines, which is absolutely awesome. Uh, Not picking up any penalties. He's just making it happen. So Excited for him. It's unfortunate that uh, Jim Pearson, who was also teammate on the American Rally Originals, uh, his motorcycle unfortunately lost an engine uh, on yesterday's stage or the day before stage and was not able to continue uh, anymore on on track with them. Uh, my understanding that he was going to look to to help support Mo uh, in his efforts and just ride along with him and, and make it happen. Uh, for those of you who didn't know, the, I guess the motor did suck some water in and and there was a failure. Uh, was able to replace the engine, but you take on some massive penalties, so automatically puts you out of the running uh, in in Dakar. But you know it allows you to keep uh, keep continuing on. Well, the motor that went in also decided it had had enough. Unfortunately, midway or or in into the stage already uh, was able to get a a ride back. Um, I will say though, I will t- there was video. We'll see if how where it circulates. But I did see a video of his bike getting a ride back to the bivouac uh helicopter i don't know probably had it on the end of about maybe 30 feet worth of rope um okay the dude was showing off there's no way this helicopter pilot was not showing off he brings the bike in nice and easy puts it in and then sets the thing down with like i mean just like sets it down so gently now remember this is a 300 pound race bike tied to probably 30 feet worth of line underneath a helicopter. And this guy lands this thing wheels on eases it over and lets the thing land on its kickstand. There's literally the bike on a kickstand hanging from a 30 foot rope. Uh, and the guy sets it down. I that I'm blown away. So, all right, you know, I'm sure he's, you know, one of the many talented helicopter pilots at the Dakar watching over, watching over the guys race and, and do their thing. And uh, that's some talent. I'm going to say that is definitely some talent. So anyway, so yeah, that was un- unfortunate. So Mo again, Mo Hart out there making it happen, uh, doing his thing, which is very, very awesome. We were absolutely excited to see that he is continuing and making every stage uh, doing his, that was the goal. The goal was to finish and man, he is so close. So let's uh, everybody, uh, Fuerza Mo. Let's do it. Okay. Let's jump over to the general standing. So after 11 stages of the 2023 Dakar, let's take a look what this is. Uh, let's see. I don't, you know, uh, there it is. Okay. Stage 12. Here we go. Okay. This looks like the right, this looks like the right things we need to be looking at. Okay. I alluded to it earlier. There was a changing of the guard up at the top. So let's talk a little bit about that. It is none other than Toby Price on the Red Bull KTM factory racing bike now leads the overall in the 2023 Dakar rally. But Skylar Howes on the Husqvarna factory racing bike second 28 seconds between them. 28 seconds going in between these guys. I want to see something really quick. So that was the stage, right? So we know Skylar's in second. Skylar finished sixth on this last stage. They've got 
So here's, we'll go into the predict. Nope, actually we won't jump it all over the place. Let's get through the top 10 on the overall results and then we'll go back to the predictions and what I'm thinking. Okay, so Skylar Howell's Husqvarna factory racing finished 28, or is currently 28 seconds behind Kevin Benavides on the Red Bull KTM factory racing bike is two minutes and 40 seconds back. Pablo Quintanilla on the Monster Energy Honda team, 14 minutes uh, and 54 seconds back. Adrian Van Beveren in the fifth spot, 16 minutes and 14 seconds back. Luciano Benavides, Husqvarna factory racing, 20 minutes back. Daniel Sanders on the Red Bull Gas Gas Factory Racing Bike, 20 minutes and 3 seconds back. Nacho Cornejo in the number 8 spot, 23 minutes and 14 seconds back. Followed by Matthias Wachner on the Red Bull KTM Factory Racing Bike, 44 minutes and 24 seconds back. And rounding out the top 10 on the BAS World KTM Racing Team, Mason Klein, 54 minutes and 58 seconds back. Uh, then from there, let's take a look. Let's find Jacob really quick. Let's see where Jacob's at. There, he, Look at that. 24th for Jacob Argybright. Four hours and one minute back. Very nice. Dust rally team for him. So absolutely excited to see that first time out of the Dakar. All of his training, everything he has done and is literally in the top 30. That is awesome. So very, very well done to him and to all of the guys at the top. And dude, Skylar Howes, man, fighting for that. And, I, and you know they're coming for him. There's no way. I mean, they're, they're, obviously they're coming for him. Those top three, it is just such a close race that... Any one of those guys, I mean, two, think two minutes is nothing. Literally two minutes. Is, you could literally pick up a penalty, one minute speeding penalty, which does not take. It takes seconds to pick up a one minute speeding penalty. It literally seconds. And that's going to cut your lead in half or that's going to cut your gap in half. That is absolutely crazy. But let's talk about what I was thinking. OK, so here's how it went down. Right. So stage 12, we have these uh, the stage results, right? And I'm seeing Skylar House in six right now, two minutes and 54 seconds back. Now, Toby Price finishes one minute and 58 seconds back. So roughly about one minute uh, is the difference between House and Price. So tomorrow for tomorrow's stage or tonight's stage, I guess I would just say for tonight's stage, Toby starts third, House starts sixth. House can navigate, but we know that there is the lines and it's and it's easier when you're following lines. So right now, Skylar House being in sixth is going to have five fast guys, not slow guys, five fast guys. You've got Nacho Cornejo, Daniel Sanders, Toby Price, Matthias Walker, and Kevin Benavides that have all, right, Sanders was challenging to win uh, early on and then last year as well before the off. You have Toby Price who's won it, Matthias Walker who's won it. You have Kevin Benavides who's won the Dakar. You've got a lot of winners in there. And I think that they obviously can navigate. So Skylar Howes being where he's at right now with having a few guys to follow him, this is looking really, really good for the end result. Uh, tomorrow's stage, I would expect to see him back again up top with a little bit of luck. If to- Well, not that we wish bad luck to anything, but if Toby Price has anything that holds him back, being up in the top three, maybe a waypoint that's a little bit tricky or something like that, that he's not able to nail right away, um, that might give Skyler the advantage that he needs, right? We're only looking to make up 28 seconds, but these guys are starting three spots away from each other. So while Toby Price only has three bikes to follow, Skyler House is going to have five bikes to follow. So I like the odds. I like where it's looking at. I'm, I'm thinking that uh, we're going to see another massive performance, maybe a stage win out of uh, Skyler House because we all know we talked about it. If you guys watched the preview show, the last stage of the race, they're talking about it being really easy. I have a feeling it's just going to be flat out. It's going to be showing off. It's going to be a relief for these guys. I don't think they're going to have any kind of tricky navigation, which means 
I don't think that we're going to have a lot of movement as far as positions go in there as long as everybody, you know, keeps the shiny side up and on the gas. So let's see what this turns into. But man, it is getting close. We're winding down the mileage. Let's take a look here. I don't think they've released the results yet or I mean the stage briefing for stage number 12. I'll be waiting for that uh, so then we can record that episode. Uh, But let's see what we've got left. So that was stage number 12, the second leg of the empty quarter marathon, uh, where they raced 185 kilometers, roughly about 114 miles. The next two stages, right? The last two stages of the 23 Dakar rally are 154 kilometers long and 138 kilometers long. Now, that is just the racing timed part, right? So how much more time, how much more in the way of race miles do we have to decide this? Technically, we have... 179 miles. So the Dakar is going to be decided within the next 179 miles. Mind you, we're throwing out the the liaisons to the start line and then the liaisons from the finish line to the bivouac. We're throwing that out because you really shouldn't see any kind of movement in there. So 179 miles to go for these guys, and it is going to be absolutely close. 28 seconds, that's what House has to make up to get back up on top, which I think he can do that. I got a feeling that that's going to happen in this next stage. And I think uh, they're basically just on Sunday out for a cruise uh, to finish it up right around the uh, Demon area. So here we go. Almost there. So anyway, hope you guys have been keeping up with the shows. I'm I'm glad everybody's been tuning in and watching it. And it has been an absolute killer start to the year uh, for the show. And I'm looking forward to doing a lot more. Going to spend a lot of time in the garage today and get a lot of these projects moving and, and making things happen. So Hope everybody is doing well. If you're in California, um, I hope you have your rafts. I think they're doing whitewater rafting to the local Starbucks. Uh, If you guys want to go on some of those tours, let me know. We can go ahead and arrange it for you. Uh, I am not an affiliate of any of these programs. This is just something that I would like to offer as a courtesy to our guests uh, as a quote unquote travel agency for the Starbucks tours of California. So anyway, hope you guys are enjoying. We will talk to you guys soon. Be safe out there. And remember, it'll make sense when you get there. Enjoy the ride. All right, that is a wrap for the Chasing Waypoints podcast this week. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you like what you heard. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a bunch of others. Also, follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook under Chasing Waypoints, Instagram, Chasing Waypoints underscore official, and, of course, the YouTube under Chasing Waypoints. Hope everybody has a good week. We will see you guys for the next episode. Remember, shiny side up, and don't forget to tag us. We want to see where you guys are riding and what you guys are up to. Have a great week. Bye.